want you to start the show. I always start the show. Just start the damn show. All right. Well, here's the thing. Welcome to the Movie Man podcast. Um, wow. I'm Peter. Did I'm you write Peter. That? I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna start soft, Parker? and then I'm gonna. I'm gonna escalate. Um, when you say I'm when Peter. you say when you say Peter, all I all I the next thing that I hear is Parker. There's no. But why would you be thinking about that? Because uh, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> or or alternatively, you say Peter, I say Venkman. Um, and an even what, what? sooner impending, it's Bill Murray's oh, character yeah. from Ghostbusters. And right, in right, an right, even right. more impending, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> oh my God, man. Christmas is Monday. Because that's when I'm, I mean, the movie comes out tomorrow. Right. By when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be Monday likely before I go see it. Sure. But holy crap, man. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Man. So freaking excited. A lot of new films coming out. A lot of content. A lot of exciting content. Not just your filler films, but franchise films. Both old and new with Ghostbusters and Spider-Man and Matrix, Matrix and, and Kingsman and Morbius. Yeah, there's it's a And fun then all time. the stuff like next year's MCU slate is ridiculous. Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. I'm not as big of a MCU fan as like I'm into MCU. I'm I'm like a I'm not a dis fan or a, a, I'm not it's not that I'm not into it is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to set the ground and show that I'm not biased. You're not but the stupid. next few you're just the, the next few Not MCU films, I am jazzed for. Right? Like, yeah. Thor. Right? Spider-Man. Like, even just to the casual fan. And it's Hawkeye time, too. Like, Hawkeye on Disney Plus is, like, right. a- any day now. And uh, and it's, like, it's... I don't know if you've watched a trailer for it, but it's, like, Christmas. So, it's, like, Hawkeye meets Home Alone, almost, is the feel. <laughs> oh, my Which God. Which, I mean... It actually makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. really? Yeah, it's, you know, same thing. Same difference. Uh, <laughs> hello and welcome. Yes, welcome. To the Movie Men podcast. <laughs> a, a podcast where men sit around and talk about movies. <laughs> Except for when we have women on, in which case it's the... Well, it's still the Movie Men podcast, but... Yeah. You know, then men and women sit around and talk about movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, tonight, today, t- this morning, whenever you're listening, we're going to talk about a movie, a movie called Patch Adams. <laughs> we're going to talk about that, even though this movie came out, uh, over 20 years ago, like 25 years ago, almost 24 years ago. It's... It's alarming because when I watched this film this time, I watched, I've seen it closer to its release and I've seen it now. And it's just alarming to think that almost as much time, if not more, you know, it's close enough just for the conversation has passed between now and when this film came out and this film coming out and when it was set in the seventies. And that to me is just bonkers. Right. Right, but what's yeah. funny about this movie is because, like, you don't often see cars, and you don't, and computers and technology aren't really a big part of it. Do you mm. ever like, yeah. you know? And I guess yeah, it's evident in the clothing a little bit, but like, 
I don't know. If I if I if I put this movie down in front of you and I said, "Hey, this movie's set in the '90s," you might not pay close enough attention to it to realize that that's not true. I'd agree. Yeah, for sure. Right. It's just it's it's kind of got an evergreen feel to it. Even now, you're like, ah, yeah, you know what? Could could be a 2021 thing. You don't because. <laughs> Because it's so because the the technology and and the available medicine and stuff like that is not forefront. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyways, listen. We are going to even though it came out twenty two, three, four years ago, we are going to talk about this film as though you've seen it. So if you haven't seen it, this is your spoiler alert. Your <laughs> obligatory spoiler alert. And with that said. Do you have trivia for me, sir? Well, let me just take a look. Ow! <laughs> I do have some trivia for you. Um, so, it's one question. But it's related to the year in which this came out. So it's not a Patch Adams specific question. It's a 1998 film question. Okay. Multiple choice, so you, it, it, you've got a good chance. You've got a one in four chance here. That, that bodes well. Mm-hmm. My question for you and the listener. In 1998, what was the top Oscar nominated and awarded film in 1998? So it got the most nominations and the most actual trophies at the Oscars in 19... Like, it wasn't... You know what I mean? Like, it was the year in 1998, so it technically would have been in 99, but... Of all the films in 98. And I'll give you some choices. Choice number one. Saving Private Ryan. Choice number two. The Prince of Egypt. Choice number three. Shakespeare in Love. And choice number four. Life is Beautiful. I love how you didn't even make Patch Adams an option. Um, Okay. (laughs) I mean, no offense to Patch Adams, but... Like, so the only it, one of these films, okay. So the only one of these films I've seen is Saving Private Ryan. Sure. I can't imagine that it's Prince of Egypt. Like it, that's that's the animated one, right? It's an animated film. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um. Got it. That that can't be it. Shakespeare in Love, I've heard of, but I have not seen. Sure. Although I know it's, I know it's held with high esteem. Sure. And the Good Life is that what you said the other one was? Uh, life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. That one I don't think I've ever even heard of. You, it's a very so. It's, I think it's a an Italian film. It's for sure a foreign film. It's known for um, Roberto Benigni, who was uh, mentioned in our top actors episode with Marshall. So it's a very fringe, like it's a it, it's off the beaten path as far as the film title and the main actor who was involved with it. But okay, which leads me to think that it's also not the correct answer. Um, hmm. hmm. My my instinct is to go with Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Um, just because I know 
Like I know the film and I know who's in it and I know that it's, you know, sure. it's freaking saving freaking private freaking Ryan, right? It's like a, <laughs> it's a, it's a big deal. Um, but Shakespeare in Love could be sort of like a sleeper film here in this category. Mm. I'm going to go with Saving Private Ryan just because, um, although I have a little bit of fear that I might be wrong, you can't let fear, you can't let fear do that to you, man. You got to just, you got to, you just, you know, so Saving Private Ryan is what I'm going <laughs> with. I like your fear suggestion or your fear. Yeah, yeah um, just, you know, you just got to, uh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, this is uh, there's a trademark impingement here, so I'm not sure if we'll be able to keep this sound effect on the show. But that that that's the only <laughs> thing I can do for an incorrect answer. So it was Shakespeare in Love, and this ah, blew damn. blew my mind. I, so I've seen it, and it has some notable faces, like Gwyneth the movie Paltrow, blew Judy. your mind, or the f- this factoid blew your mind. Factoid blew my okay. mind. Factoid. Right. It has Judy Dench, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Tom Wilkinson, Ben Affleck, who I don't even remember in it, Colin Firth. So it's uh, it's an interesting. Stacked. Yeah, it's an interesting it's film, cast. and I've seen it. It had thirteen nominations and seven wins. Holy shit! Which explains why Patch Adams suffered at the Oscars. Like, for context, I remember just... No, actually, I wasn't watching TV that much. Like, I wasn't watching the Oscars when I was this, like, age. But I do know that Saving Private Ryan cleaned up and it's got a lot of credit. So when I was scrolling through this, I just kind of assumed it would have been Saving Private Ryan. And for context, it had two less of each. It had 11 and 5. So still cleaned up. Um, but Shakespeare and Love just, for in my mind, out of nowhere was just, like, boom. Like, not quite as good but titanic levels lord of the rings return of the king levels of like just attention right yeah hmm. but uh cool. yeah anyway for context prince of egypt actually had two noms no wins so that's still respectable and life is beautiful had seven noms and three wins and i specifically wow. remember i think it might have been for best actor life is beautiful actually beat out saving private ryan and that's kind of what drew my attention to this but yeah that is that's crazy Um, Patch Adams got a nomination for Best Music. Yes, yes, I did see that. I did see that. And that's the only nomination. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, so let's talk. I want to, with your permission, (laughs) I would like to tackle this on a slightly different arrangement than we normally do. Sure. Yes or no? True or false, just right off the bat. Normally, we don't disclose this out of the gate, but yes or no. Okay. Because what I have to say follow, what I have to say following this, the impact (laughs) of it is predicated on your answer here. Oh. Yes or no. Sure. Is this an amazing movie? A tear jerking, make you laugh, warm your heart, make you think movie. That is a loaded question, dude. Okay, well, but like, okay, is okay. it a is it a you know maybe not amazing? Is it a great movie? Yeah, yeah, it's a really yeah, good yeah. movie. No. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I I totally okay. get what you're saying. I'm gonna say, if I before a couple days ago when I hadn't seen it in about ten or fifteen years, I would have said yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. When I rewatched it a couple days ago, I think my answer has changed to no. 
Wow. Okay. So everything. So, okay. So we're still going to proceed here, obviously. No, podcast sure. over. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah. um, okay. So, but that's, that's, that's a wrench in the gears here. Okay. So listen, mm-hmm. do you know, do you know the Rotten Tomato scores for this film? Actually, I don't. I do not. Okay. What is your guess for audience score? Oh, I'm bad at these. I, I'm thinking it's going to be okay. Like it's Robin Williams. It's a pop culture film. Like Robin Williams, um, yeah. the Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Uh, I'll go like seventy-five percent. It's seventy-four. You you you're selling yourself short. This is you're okay. good at this. That's that's I'm a not. Good I'm, I swear. Like it's kind of like a blind squirrel is right twice a day, or a cl- broken clock is right twice a day. I swear, I kind of just stumble on these. Right. No worries. Uh, now, the critic score. What what is your guess for the critic score for this movie? I would say. I'm going to go similar, like maybe like 70%, like a little bit worse, but like respectable. This film, and this blew my mind, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. <laughs> and now I'm intrigued, and I'm intrigued in all kinds of different ways because you didn't give me the answer to my question that I was expecting you would. Uh, oh, okay. This film has a 22%. 22? 22? And when I saw that, I, I was like, what? Like, I, like, I can't, and, and this is, this is, I don't mean this, I don't mean this in a ridiculous or dramatic way or whatever. I can understand a Rotten Tomatoes score of 75 or 80 for Lost in Translation before (laughs) I can wrap my head around a 22% score for Patch Adams. I don't know if that was a compliment or not, but it was. I, I I don't know. I don't think it was a compliment. I okay. I, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was just that's Shock how value. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I'm willing to concede that that I'm willing to concede the fact that Lost in Translation is a better film than I think it is. Before I'm willing mm. to concede that. Patch Adams is that much worse a film, right? Than I believe it is. That okay, yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. And this number has me like there was, and I think I've moved away from this. But you know what? There is a part of me that for like two days, I, I was genuinely, seriously considering like maybe this is a direction to take my you know maybe this is a gimmick or it's a direction to go with the podcast but i was like okay well originally i was going to tell you that and use it as my reason for explaining why i refused to discuss rotten tomato scores ever on the show moving forward because i believed that and do believe that it so hurts the validity Mm. of any numbers found on that website Mm -hmm, mm-hmm Um, 74 seemed a little low to me, but I was able to, I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, whatever. Teach their own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But 22. That's pretty low. (laughs) That's like, 
That's earth-shatteringly low. <laughs> so you said how I felt, and I said no. I think if you had said something in like the 40, say if you said 44 even, I would have been like, yeah, you know what? For me personally, that's not surprising. But even 22, that is just like that's low. Can I can I put this into can I put this into perspective? Sure. Cats has a 20. Oh, come on. Okay, there is So this a, is this is 2% a, mm. better than cats? No. What the actual so, hell? No. And so maybe there's still a point to be made about the just inaccuracy of this just Yeah. That's uh hmm. So I don't know. Do we start by me telling you why this film works for me, or do we start by you telling me why it doesn't work for you? <laughs> it either's fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to go first, and the reason why I want to go first is because if sure. you go first, I'm going to feel like my review is me defending the film. Right. Yes. And often when, yeah. when you don't like a movie, and I do like it, and I go first, your review is filled with a bunch of... You know, and then you put it this way, and I, I think I can kind of see. <laughs> like right. I, I have a tendency right. of like p- pulling you over to the dark side. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so it's a, I mean, it's a Robin Williams film. So his performance is great. Um, yep. I can't think of a, a I, I, and I'm sure there is. But even the horrible Robin Williams films, horrible Robin Williams films like Toys or Popeye, those aren't those films aren't bad films because of a bad Robin Williams performance. Mm. I don't yeah. know that such a thing truly exists. There's a lot of fun foreshadowing in this film. In that Everything right, and I was like, and, and it's foreshadowing that I hadn't picked up on the first time, first several times. I've seen this movie a couple, like, you know, multiple times. Um, but I hadn't picked up on really until this viewing. But at the beginning when he's at the mental hospital and there's all this stuff happening and and there's all this message, um, messagery, messagery? That's Im- Im- verbal imagery. There's all this like... <laughs> storytelling or emphasis put on see what other people can't Mm. look past the problem and and that's that's so cool because that's exactly what this whole film hinges on right the old guy I can't think of his name now but the guy who gives him the name patch Mm. right when you don't look at it through the correct lens, the whole how many fingers do you see thing just seems like awkward, out-of-place filler. Hmm. But it's, no, everyone's everyone's too busy focusing on the problem instead of looking past the problem and seeing the person. Hmm. Don't hmm. look at the fingers. Yep. Look at me. Hmm. And that was so cool. And then, and then just how polar opposite to what he wants his his the care that he's getting is Hmm. when he's sitting there in that therapy session and all of a sudden he clues into the fact that he's not listening he's not being listened to and that he can talk about using his genitals for a pogo stick and (laughs) and his doctor's not going to bat an eye Mm -hmm. because he's 
he's not listening like at all and so all that's great the humor the you know i'm i'm the whole trench warfare bazooka with the squirrels thing that makes me laugh it's so funny mm-hmm. and it's so well done um simple lines like when he says i want to i want to help people and you know i yeah i want to i want to care for people i want to help people and his doctor says well that's what i do and robin williams goes yes but you suck at it hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> I, just just the delivery of all of his lines <laughs> are fantastic and then so if i go down the boxes this film makes me laugh absolutely makes me laugh there's there's hmm. multiple moments where this film makes me laugh um does it make me think yeah absolutely it hmm. makes me think about um yeah it it, it 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 i feel like you can take the story of patch adams and you can apply it to whatever field you work in or whatever hobbies you have or whatever's sure. going on in your life or your friends yep. your family and um and there's something to be gleamed from it no that's it, that's true does it make me cry yes does it make me cry happy tears absolutely i cried happy tears when uh tw- I, I can think of two times when i cry happy tears during this like l- like literally like wet eyes red wet eye tear moments <laughs> Wow. The the first being uh, in no particular order because this is actually the second. Um, when the the pool of noodles. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The pool of noodle scene and and just the joy and and the magic and the connection and and just what an amazing thing they've done. Hmm. in that moment makes me cry happy tears the other moment Hmm. that makes me like sob happy tears is when he's in court and he turns around and they're all there and they all put the red noses on oh my god like i just (laughs) i just i lose it there does this movie make me cry sad tears yes when kareen dies absolutely yeah and 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 interesting um i got in a play once like a a play that i had to audition for and i had to prepare a monologue and show up and 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 deliver my monologue as part of my audition and and the monologue i did is the one that he's doing when he's on the cliff and he's contemplating killing himself and he's talking to god and he's like yeah i could i could do it Wow. You know, and he's talking about like, you know, you 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 rested on the seventh day. Maybe you should have spent that day on compassion. And like, hmm. and just all this. And, you know, and I got the part. So, was, you know, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Maybe that makes cool. me a little biased. But, um, <laughs> but it makes me cry sad tears. It makes me cry sad tears when she dies. It makes me cry sad tears when the pancreatic cancer guy sure. dies. Sure. It makes me fired up and angry. I'm, I'm when Patch is angry about something. I'm angry about something. When there's an injustice being done in the hospital, in the in the system, mm. I, I'm fired up and I'm I'm ready to be a, a justice fighter in this situation. Another moment mm. that makes me laugh: the the gynecologist welcome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Like, mm. it's so it's so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, this this it just it ticks it every box. You. It ticks yeah, it every box, you. and the movie ends, and I go, "Oh my goodness, that's such a good movie." And then I hop on Rotten Tomatoes out of curiosity, and I see a twenty-two percent, and I'm stunned. <laughs> yeah, baffled. Oh jeez. Why? Why? Why do you hate this movie, Pete? I. <sighs> so here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not saying you hate it. I don't think you actually no, hate it. No, but I, no, you know. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's the thing. I can meet you eye to eye on. Definitely, there's some scenes that are, you know emotional just as i almost said adam sandler why the heck did i say that robin williams robin williams portrays this individual who's trying to connect with human beings who are in need and i mean how can you not appreciate that like that is just so sincere as a human human element of how we should treat each other i think i also agree just with his whole premise of why he was making waves in his specific field that really we can all learn from, just about the concept of improving life and improving quality of life and not just delaying death. To me, that was like, great. That is that is a great premise and a great kind of character trait to build something on and move forward. And I just, the, the feeling I got from this film, because when I watched it closer to its release years ago, I would think I was closer to this, the camp that you were. And I watched it now, and I just wonder, I don't know what's changed as far as why I feel the way I do, but the way I feel is I just feel this film was just, it's not too long, it's a very short film, but for the story that they're trying to tell, it just seems too drawn out and prolonged. And as important as the concept of human caring is, and is it, it's heartwarming. And this example, I just, I don't know if it needed to be a feature-length film. Um... You bring up Hacksaw Ridge a lot. You 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 think it's a great film, and that's correct, right? Like you you are. If I if I were to say Hacksaw Ridge was awful, you would take offense to it, and that would start a pretty heated war. If I'm if I'm speaking for you here, if you were to say Hacksaw Ridge is awful, I would say uh, common 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 error. I think you're actually thinking of Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> which okay no 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 no. so i don't think saving private ryan is horrible no. by any stretch no, of the no. imagination i do no, think no. if you're looking for an excellent film and there's two two films on the shelf and it's hacksaw ridge and it's saving private <laughs> ryan i think right. there's a clear choice sure and i'm sorry tom hanks but tonight is not your night <laughs> well and something i remembered you talking about about when we reviewed Hacksaw Ridge, and this is a plug for the app, so if you haven't checked it out, please do scroll down to the... It's, it's been a while now, but it's still a solid app. And you brought up that there are times when a viewer, whether it was me or whether it was you, when you'd watch it and you'd go, wow, like this scene's a little too much. This scene's a little crazy. I think Hollywood has had its too much of poetic license here. And then when you roll it back you know, more often than not, it's too crazy, but it was accurate. But whatever example of a certain scene or a certain thing in that film. And I think what bothered, not, yeah, I think what just kind of turned me off a little bit with this film is 
there were just things where I thought, wow, this is a little over the top. This is ridiculous. And when I was, I, the curiosity got me, I wanted to look up some stuff. I'm like, is this kind of based on truth? And it is to a certain degree, but it's, yeah, it's a lot very, of it is not true. A lot of it is not like, and Cor- I think Corinne is a, Corinne is a made up character. She never existed. Corinne, Corinne is a made up character who is based on someone. He apparently there was a male friend who was murdered under similar circumstances, but everything about Corinne, about, but you got to make it a love interest. To, yeah, it's a movie, right? You got to, I know, but I know it. I still am not there for that. And just there's the, so yeah, you hit it. This romantic subplot. Let's, I'll just say it. I'm not there for that. Oh, really? Okay. Like it just didn't do a lot for me. It just seemed really contrived. A lot of this seemed contrived. The whole being expelled thing seemed contrived. The whole pretentious roommate who turns out pulling a 180 and is then in your camp and like has tears when you succeed subplot was not, I was not there for. And all these things just seemed so made up and contrived that then some of the low level, kind of like the slapstick humor that Robin Williams was doing. I'm like, okay, like this just seems like a kind of a flat plot. That's kind of poofy and you're using a talented actor, but it just, they're not, synthesized and infusing each other it's just like there's the two things are just there and i think it ultimately does come down to i wasn't as appreciative of what i was seeing on screen and the reality of the situation didn't reinforce it to me it didn't say yeah but pete chill this is you know to a degree what happened and i know hollywood is going to skew things a bit and i can live with a, a little bit but just the whole Korean thing was contrived. Uh, I, this bothers me. Patch Adams wasn't 47 when he started medical school. The real Patch Adams. He legitimately finished high school, went straight to college, and finished medical school by the time he was 26. So, like, just this whole... Like, that to me, that's a pretty specific thing. Like, that means the whole mental health... Like, the mental hospital thing is contrived. The whole, you know, an adult... Um, well, but that part, like, I mean, he was... So, yes and no. I mean, he he was suicidal and was checked into hospitals. Like, that Okay. That okay. part is true. Okay. It's and just that, the okay, that I wasn't sure about. I will back off a little bit. That's fair. Then there's some realism there. But just the whole... There was a lot made about this whole age thing that it was, you know, essentially just randomly thrown in. And... The one thing that, this is the clincher that got me. Apparently, there's a bit of a schism between the real Patch Adams and his perception of how he was perceived in this film. And ultimately, yeah. I think he felt he felt that there was going to be some growth and overall benefit to his institute, his Gesundheit Institute, to help the marginalized and low socioeconomic people that need medical care. I think he was under the impression that this film would kind of help that institution along and again, kind of pay it forward and kind of help him help more people. And apparently that just never really happened. Like he just found that it just didn't really help him. Like, I'm not sure if there was some money that he thought was going to be donated by Robin Williams and nothing happened or so essentially he thought, Essentially, he kind of just literally said, quote unquote, like, this is like a kind of cheap money selling tactic of a film. And it's not completely who I was. Yeah. uh, 
So let me play devil's advocate a little bit. I, sure. I agree with a lot of the things you say. And normally, um, normally I'd be in the same camp. Norm- a lot of the time I'm like, ah, you know, but they played it a little loose. and wild. Like things mm. that weren't factually true in Bohemian Rhapsody bothered me. I was like, ah, eh, this isn't sure. This is not accurate. Um, it didn't. It doesn't bother me this time, and I think it's maybe because I didn't know the source material first. Sure. Whereas with Bohemian Rhapsody, I did. So I'm like, oh, right. well, you didn't get that fact right, did you? <laughs> um, right. Yes. Yes, there is some stuff about the actual Patch Adams, who's in like his 80s or something now, or like late, late 70s. Um, Okay, okay. There is some stuff about him not... Initially, he didn't like this film. I watched an interview Mm. with him from a couple of years ago. Like, this week I watched the interview. Oh, Uh, okay. And he was talking about how he's kind of kissed and made up with the film. Oh, okay. And that... He that a lot of his beef with it was that it didn't show his political activism, mm. and that everything that he does in life he does with the intent of um of creating a better world to live in and and but through a very like politically charged approach. Hmm. Um, and so I, you know, and, and so I think this, I think they took a lot of creative liberties with this film. I think they took a real life person and used him to tell a story that, um, is not a story that the actual Patch Adams disagreed with, but just wasn't the whole picture. Okay, and I mean you—you'll never be able to tell the whole picture. And so, like, so. Oh, yeah. And here are my thoughts. My thoughts are. Okay, so the film didn't boost your hospital, whatever. That's not the film's fault. Like, you <laughs> right. know, they made the thing. If people didn't care, if ha- if after having seen the thing, people didn't care, then <laughs> didn't care about your institute, then people don't care about your institute like i can't there's no like what are you gonna do (laughs) sure two the fact that he was so bent out of shape about that implies that what he was hoping for was a two-hour commercial for his institute Mm. which is not good business it's not hollywood it's not right it's not good business it it would make a ship sure Yeah. Three, if he didn't like the, if he was expecting the film to do that for him and it didn't, I think it's safe to say that something like that, an experience like that, could taint your perception of the film, could put a a bad taste in your mouth and and make a little bit of bitter blood there when Mm. it's not necessarily just. Mm. And finally, I don't think. I could make a film about you that you would be 100% satisfied with. I don't think someone could make yep. a film about me that I would be yeah, 100% yeah. satisfied with because, sure. like, at the end of the day, with 
little exception, very little exception. There's no one who is immune to the fact that, you know, hey, you have an interesting story. Um, you have an interesting story and a cool outcome. And I think there's a, there's a way to turn this into a movie. Um, but I got to tell you the truth. If we're just <laughs> honest for an hour and 45 minutes, it's going to get boring. Like <laughs> we need to spice it up a little bit. The outcome is cool. The idea is cool. Mm. What you stand for, what you did is cool. Right. But how you got there, it gets a little boring. It's a little like, you know, life is life. Life is boring sometimes. And if there's not conflict, you don't have a story. If there's not, you know, like if he did this amazing, and that's just it. That is, that is, that is story number one. There's hmm. story, storytelling number one essential. If you don't have conflict, you don't have a story. You just don't. And so if Patch did all this stuff and he did it super wonderfully and he never had any resistance and everything worked out really well, you don't have a story. It's boring. <laughs> right. right. You know, so I, I yeah, I, uh, I, and that's not even me playing devil's advocate. That's me just, you know, saying, yeah, I get it. I, and, mm -hmm. and in some ways I agree, but I think you have to take him not liking the film with a grain of salt. P.L. Yep. Travers doesn't, didn't like Mary Poppins, never ended up liking right. Mary Poppins. Right. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that a, is that a red mark against Mary Poppins? I don't think so. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 No, I, I completely get what you're saying. And I, you know, I think like no one will be ever com can, uh, will be, would be pleased with their own portrayal of themselves on film. I think there's just certain things that I think you and I just ha saw differently this time. And I think for me, like it just came to a head when there was that palliative, or I don't even know if, I think it was a different patient than the, the man who was passing away, but it was someone who was bedridden and they all, like, these residents all showed up with, like, balloons on their head, like, oh, waking yeah, yeah, this yeah. man up in the middle of the night. And, like, again, I was like, I get the concept of this movie proving quality of life and, like, making human connections. But there was just some kind of gimmicky scenes like that where I'm like, it's just too far from reality for me and I just can't get past it. Like, scaring people, that's going to scare someone in the middle of the night. If you show up, like, screaming and yelling by someone who's palliative and like not feeling great i just it was a heartwarming gesture that they were trying to convey and just for me personally i was like ooh, i don't like this is a little gimmicky here so i have a question yeah do you think and this isn't a surprise because we've talked about this in the past you work in the healthcare industry mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you think that hurt the film for you I don't think so. And I, I did think about that. I think what hurt it more for me was, again, I love this idea of making ripples in a system that's broken. And I love the idea of specifically this system is like improving human beings' quality of life. I think it was just too black and white. Like... I know there are systems that still exist to this day, but definitely in the 1970s were like this, 
where you've got that dean or whatever administrative role he was that kept trying to expel Robin Williams. And I, I'm sure things like that are quite accurate just with how kind of rotten and prejudiced that guy was against someone who wanted to make change for betterment. But it, just from me personally, from a story watching perspective, I just wanted a bit more complexity or a little bit more ebb and flow of something moving the story along versus just something archaic that personally I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy's a jerk. Let's just move on and like, let's change the world and not have this kind of, uh, to me, what, what should be like, it's a clear moral, like this guy's wrong. Let's move on kind of thing. And I think sure. that's just me. Yeah. Well, and, and that's fine. The only reason I ask that is because like, you know, so Brianne's a nurse. Um, right. And yep. like official, like officially now, like has a has a job at a hospital is a nurse. That, um, that's just, she made hold it. On. What, what? Right, that's pretty right. cool. So, pretty um, cool. and I know that we could like I could sit and watch something with her, um, mm. whether it's House or uh, sure. something more serious like Doogie Hauser. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, and I know that she would just be able to pick some episodes apart right oh, and, for and, sure. and be like yep they would never do that that right. would never happen that way yeah that's not how yep. it's done and then i would be sitting yep. there going well i was enjoying this <laughs> <laughs> like you know yeah. like oh okay so right. it's not actually uh, great uh, fine fantastic <laughs> um but yeah, right. you know, so I, I think that's why I asked if you were just like, yeah, you know, because you're talking about things you like, you would never do that to someone in palliative care. And I, sure. so I'm just wondering if yep. that played, you know, even a minute role in sort of some yeah. of your distaste. I, I think I think it's more just life experiences. Like I'm thinking even like with my newborn child, like if I showed up, even with my two year old, like in the middle of the night with like balloons on my head, I think they'd be like scared to death let alone, like, someone who's, like, physically ailed and not feeling great. Which is just a commentary <laughs> on what kind of parent that I would be, that I'm like, I don't see that as a deterrent. I'm like, you're right, it would scare the shit out of them. Can I help? Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Cool. Mm. Uh, well, you know what? I'm genuinely... I'm genuinely disappointed. Um, I... Yeah. Okay. And... and okay. And pity you? No, I don't pity you. I, <laughs> I, I'm sad that that you didn't like it more. And the reason I'm sad mm. that you didn't like it more is because I liked it so much, and it's just a shame. It's a shame right. that this yep. film didn't and couldn't do for you what it did for me. Because what it did for me is so wonderful. Sure. And and that's something that I would wish upon you. Right. Um, but it just it just it didn't hit. Didn't hit. I do, and this has happened a couple of times. Um, but it happened a lot in this one, and I don't know why it happens in some Robin Williams movies more than others. Mm. Um, but I was very, excuse me, I was very cognizant throughout this film of the fact that he he goes on. That Robin Williams goes on to commit suicide. Mm, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that weighed on me. And that oh, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman dies of an overdose. Oh, and yeah. that, like, and that, you know, I'm like, oh man, I'm watching a film 
with incredible talent, many of Mm -hmm. who have been taken from us way too, way too early. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a shame because Philip Seymour Hoffman is is an incredible. He always annoyed me in this movie, and I think this is the first movie I ever saw him in. And so growing sure. up, um, like I grew up to an extent with this film. Um, cool. Yep. And uh, yeah, his character always annoyed the shit out of me. I was like, my, <laughs> like, because he's supposed to. You're supposed to not like him for mm-hmm. a good chunk of this film. Uh, right. And I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like him. Um, mm-hmm. But he is. He was an incredible actor. Incredible actor. Yeah. Oscar, oh, yeah. I think Oscar winning I th- actor. I can't confirm it, but I, that sounds right. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, no, that's so interesting to me. I did not realize that for so many people, hmm. this film is a swing and a miss. Yeah. And I just yeah. can't, you know, which is fine. It's like, you know, to, to me, this is like, this film's like black licorice. <laughs> sure it raises your blood pressure yeah if you eat it for two weeks straight it could kill you no um <laughs> that's a fact did you know that no yeah look it up if you like actual Dang. like black liquor actual licorice not like licorice flavoring but like actual licorice okay from the like what is it uh anise is that the i can never i don't mm. know how to pronounce it but the anise sure. stuff if for like if you were to eat i don't know like i don't know grams is 100 grams a lot mm. probably not a ton if you were to eat like a big fistful every day for 2 weeks straight you would it could kill you. It would poison you. Hmm. Yeah. True fact. Check it out. Um, but yeah, for me, this film is like black licorice. Fine. Bugger <laughs> off then. I'll have it. Okay. If sure. you don't want it, fine. You you can all be wrong. If you it's 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 whatever. I you don't have to enjoy it for me to enjoy it. And that's <laughs> you know, that that's <laughs> the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> Genuinely, genuinely fearful. Mm-hmm. On a scale of zero to ten, how would you rank this movie? Before I give my ranking, the one thing I want to say is I googled Patch Adams, like the actual American physician, and he has a the picture that came up on my Google search anyway. He's quite right a away. ponytail. Is out? No. Well, you could tell he has a ponytail, but that's not what you see. The one I'm looking at is quite the mustache. Yes. He has a Stefan mustache. I was about to say, it. it's not quite as intense as Stefan's, and I mean that as a compliment, but it's approaching it. It's, it's getting close. He also dresses like I would imagine Dr. Zeus should dress. <laughs> yeah, totally, Very colorful totally. bow, bow ties and shirts yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. goofy. Very, very goofy. Uh, I gave this... So I used two grading scales. One tells me how much effort I'd put into watching a film. The other is just a strict 0 to 10 scale. How much effort? It unfortunately fell into the... If it's lowest tier of the... If it's raining outside, I'm at the cottage. There's no Wi-Fi and there's absolutely nothing to do. And there's a VHS of it. I would watch it. That blows my mind. And out of 10... Out of 10, I would give it 4 out of 10. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I was pretty I was pretty rough on it. If I had before walking rewatching it recently, I probably would have given it much higher, but it this recent viewing made me lower it a little bit. Wow. What where do you rank it out of 10? 9.5 and that's why it blows my mind. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, like probably yeah. Top, like probably top 20. And it should be a 9.5 because you said it brought you tears on multiple like multiple parts of the spectrum of Hap- what can make you cry happy, from sad and laughter. Yeah. yeah. Like that if it does if if something book film music does that for you, you should an individual should rank it high. So that's yeah. for you I I get it. That's fair. So, and and but that's that's why it just blows my mind. It blows my mind that everyone else is like Oh, Patch Adams! Yeah, what a shit film! Like, <laughs> I, I do want to clarify. Is though, although I ranked it low, it will. I wouldn't classify it as that, just because it has Robin Williams, and I did grow up with it to a degree, so it right. will always have special. It'll uh, always special have something there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what'd you watch this week? Besides I... the horrible <laughs> film, Patch Adams. <laughs> I I have nothing to add. This was just a bonkers week, so it was strictly Patch Adams. I maybe threw in a couple episodes of Lost. We're on to season five. Oh, it, it such a good show. I love it. <laughs> I love it so. I was much, a couple yeah. seconds premature there. I should have waited. Should have waited till you said it's such <laughs> a good show. That's okay. That is all I watched this week. What did you watch this week? Um, I'm in a. I'm in a pretty similar boat. Um, I'm in a pretty similar boat, except for the fact that I went to the theater. Ooh. And I rewatched Eternals. Oh, nice. Second time. Yeah. Which I think I said I was going to do. You did. So that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Sure. But yeah, second viewing. Nice. Yeah. Just as happy with it. (laughs) <laughs> I think they're just as, just as screwed as they were before. I, you know, just as happy with it, but on second viewing, I am that much more aware, unfortunately, of how convoluted the MCU is becoming. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And how some of the spectacle of superpowered people and amazing fantastical things how some of that that is gone now mm. you know yes yep so yeah i don't know i don't know which is maybe mm. just a necessary like maybe that's inevitable maybe that's where we were always going to end up after yeah after 15 years <laughs> yeah. of of MCU yeah. movies. Yeah. 15 years, man. It's crazy to think that the MCU has been going on as that like 2008 or hmm. something was Iron Man. Yeah. 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 And who who knew we this is how far we'd come. That's nuts. That is hmm. actually nuts. <laughs> I yeah. was like I was a teenager. Hmm. Yeah, that's nuts. Cool. 
Well, I'll wrap this up, sir. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really, really do appreciate it. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe on all our pages below. Give us a good rate and review if you if it's possible on the type of app that you're listening to us on. Check out our Patreon page. Join our Patreon. Help us uh, grow the show, cover some costs. Thank you to all our existing Patreon supporters. Thank you for uh, Daphne and uh, Brenna and Marshall and Andrew. Thank you for the, who all of which were pretty instrumental in this most recent vote. Thank you for... Um, supporting us and being uh, top tier patrons and I, I will give a shout out we haven't given shout outs for a long time so i'm gonna i'm gonna give a double shout out one is to daphne who specifically voted for saving private ryan i feel like we're all in simpatico here it's been a few times that saving private ryan has been the bridesmaid but not the bride and maybe it's day will come maybe it won't but um thank you for your vote and andrew who had some pretty interesting comments on our prince of egypt vote like on that page just uh also just wet my appetite that I was intrigued to rewatch it just because of the some things that he outlined that he was interested in that film. So that that was that was key. But um, it's a it's a big movie for Brienne. And I keep we keep saying we're going to watch it her and I and then we never ever 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 do and then this vote was kind of the opportunity to kind of finally yeah. be like okay, here's the time we're going to we have to sit and watch it now and it didn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, maybe next year. I might make it happen. I'll try. Uh, there's songs in it that are still kind of stuck on my head on on the occasion. Really? And like, I mean, pop culture songs, I, I, songs that I would know, or like songs I written don't for think the movie. So I think it's just like a movie soundtrack, like other movie soundtracks that if you watched it as a kid, sure, are familiar. Sure. And and Ralph Fiennes is a voice in it who I love. Huh. So, I mean, I think I'm going to watch it at some point, but thank Mm. you. My point is thank you to all our patron supporters and all our patron supporters. Check out, you'll be getting a a, a, a survey in the near future. Christmas is around the corner, so we'll be getting some input on options you want to give for voting options. Um, So if you're a patron, just stay tuned. And if you're not a patron and you want to get on that, join our Patreon. And what would you say in the coming future? (laughs) Yeah, is the number one reason. If you could only, if you could only mm. sell a, a subscription, not even to Patreon, but just like a follow, mm. a follow on Spotify or iTunes. Ooh. If there was something so friggin' close, we could sniff it. <laughs> what would be the reason why you wouldn't want to miss what's coming up? Right. What 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 would that be? Yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm asking you. <laughs> I, I, see, I think I know where you're going, but I'm just going to turn it back to you to answer no, for no, me. No, so no, 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 come on. What, 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 like what? What's, what's well, so I mean, tangibly close that like... Uh, 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 pictures, like still images. What? What? in the, For future... Con- are you drunk? For future content on this show, what is yes. so... What episode is so close in the timeline of episodes that we are going to release in the next week or so that... <laughs> That we would oh. not want people to miss, and that's why they should follow us everywhere so Still that they don't miss it. Of Ghostbusters. There it is. That was painful. Why is that sorry. so painful? 
Sometimes on these bits, I I know exactly where you're going, and then sometimes I'm like a deer in the headlights, and I'm like, ah. If I would, if we would switch to like a digital memo thing as opposed to us like corresponding about bits we want to do via snail mail, I think, I think that would because I think I feel like sometimes I I feel like sometimes I'm like, hey Pete, at the end of the show, I want to talk about this, and then you get it in the mail like two days later. After like after we've done the episode, and I'm like, ah, shit, man, I should have just, I should have yeah. just sent you a text. I should have said or a fax or fax. A fax. Yeah. Ooh, I could fax you. What if here's a, here's a, here's I want to know this. Let's say I wanted to like, let's say I wanted to rearrange the schedule, which we sometimes do. Sometimes we'll be like, hey, you know, I'm looking six weeks ahead, and I I see that we're doing this and then this, you know, what if we switch it or something? What -hmm. if the next time I want to do that, there's like a a ring at your doorbell and you go and you answer the door and there's like four guys in like a barbershop quartet Quartet. outfits and they're like, bum, 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 bum. (laughs) We're here to tell you that your friend Brady wants to change the schedule coming up, coming up. Like if, if I like hired... A singing telegram barbershop quartet. Do it. Would you, like, that's one of those things you would just, like, (laughs) hours later, you'd be sitting on the couch laughing, going, I I genuinely don't actually believe that that just happened. (laughs) I've got some, I gotta check the yellow pages. I gotta check to see if we have yellow pages. Is that, people Mm, still, is that a thing? It's... I don't think it's still a thing, but you know what is a thing and a good way to end the episode? Uh, waffles with... No. No. Did you know that Babe Ruth was 39 when he joined the Yankees? Do you know I've never seen a... With one exception, I've... Do you know I've only ever seen one game of baseball in my life? Huh. Yeah, I've been, I've been to one Toronto Blue Jays game. Nice. And that's it. Never watched it on TV, <laughs> never... I'm su- I'm no, not nothing. surprised by that, but I'm surprised you actually went to one game. Well, my dad took me and I didn't oh, want to get enough. grounded. <laughs> <laughs>